hot enough for you. This is the Y'all Show, and yes, some of our southern towns are experiencing highs they've never seen in the month of October, places in the Mid-South and beyond. Hello, welcome to the show all about the Southeast. We've got weather on the front of the stories of today's Y'all Show, plus we also have other information to let you know about coming from across the Southland as we work our way through this first hour of news headlines. Plus, we'll have a very special guest joining us in just a little while. Tony McGuirt is with the Greenville, South Carolina Fall for Greenville Festival that's coming up next week. And Tony is the board chairman of Fall for Greenville. This brings in more than 150,000 people to the city of Greenville, South Carolina. And it is an awesome event with food, music, and great stuff for the whole family. And Fall for Greenville, again, coming up just a couple of days, Tony Gwert is going to be our very special guest later this hour in our Festive South feature. When we go to the second hour today, we'll have Buy the Book and we'll have the Kindle Select 25. If you have an Amazon account, you probably know very well what Kindle is all about. And we've got the Kindle Select 25 books for you to consider purchasing on Kindle. Or if you don't have Kindle, Perhaps these are great books that you can consider for whatever device you like to read your books. Your device might just be your hands. You might hold a actual book in your hand and read it like we did for a couple thousand years. All that is coming up in the second hour plus in the second hour. Oh, man, you better be ready because if you like Alabama, you're in good luck. If you hate the Alabama Crimson Tide, uh you let me just go let me go ahead and give you this guy's twitter account at at ryan c fowler direct all your hate toward that account do not send it to us here at y'all show okay at y'all show on twitter is where we are ryan fowler's coming on in the second hour to talk about the number one alabama crimson tide football team Ryan is the afternoon host on Tide 100.9. That is the only sports station in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And Ryan Fowler has the greatest show on the only sports station in Tuscaloosa. And he has a show four hours long each day that covers everything Crimson Tide. And he is a UA homer. He will make you upset. If you don't like Alabama, I promise you, he's going to say something that's going to say, whoa, whoa. What an arrogant Alabama guy. Well, he is that. But you know what? When you've won as many national championships as this team has won, and they've won as many as they have under Nick Saban, I guess arrogance kind of comes along with the territory. Ryan Fowler is going to be on in the second hour in our SEC report. Plus, we have other headlines going on in the SEC to tell you about, including a departure in the LSU football program of a familiar last name. All that coming up in today's second hour. And reminder, while we're talking a little college football, let's not forget that come Friday, it's the two-hour all-college football show that we call the Y'all Kickoff Show, where we put the top 25 games in the spotlight and break it all down. We look a little closer at ACC contest here in week six. We look at the Big 12 games with our barrister of Big 12 football, Matt Hermans, and we also get him to talk a little bit about food while we're at it and oh yes we have sec football very much on our minds entering week six remember the big game in the sec this weekend the auburn tigers go to the swamp for the first time in about eight years and they have a top 10 battle against dan mullins florida gators and we'll have the complete preview of that game in the y'all kickoff show come 
Friday, but we also will be talking about it a little bit on today's SEC report with Ryan Fowler. And then we also have mixed into the fun General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football, foretelling, and we'll get the General's take on this weekend's game. All that to come on the two-hour Y'all Kickoff Show. That's your end-of-the-week spectacular of the y'all show our telephone number 803-816-1170 would love to get your input if you have something to say about y'all if you have something to say about dixie would love to get your input and we're on a couple of different apps if you have a smartphone or you have one of those darn ipads hey check us out on apple podcast little purple icon go over there search for y'all show and our show is a free download awaiting your fingertips plus we're also on the TuneIn radio app and the iheart radio app all free of charge all so easy for you to, to kind of listen and and stay on top of all things southern and if you like what we do and i think you will please share it please share it both with your mouth tell your friends at church or down at the grocery store or at your kids practice hey there's this show all about the south that you might really enjoy listening to please share it that way and then let's also share it electronically and when you listen to it on one of those apps like iHeartRadio, see the little button that says share please share it and send it to your friends and let this show just get bigger and bigger and grow faster than kudzu that's what we're aiming to do to be the south's show and that's what we're we kind of have been doing but we just got to get bigger and bigger and as long as we keep getting bigger guess what we'll also get better so thank you for listening and please share. That is our special request here on this Thursday edition. Well, let's start our headlines from across Dixie. We go to North Carolina. The town of Duck is on the Atlantic coast in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And sadly, this week, we lost a weather forecaster who oversaw the government's prediction centers that track ocean, hurricane, and even space conditions. And this forecaster has died in rough seas on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. 58-year-old William LaPenta died after lifeguards pulled him from the surf off the coast town of Duck. The National Weather Service had just issued warnings earlier on Monday about the area's high risk of rip currents. And this beach there, a phenomenon that can cause swimmers out to sea if you are caught up in a rip current. And unfortunately, this forecaster, who should have known about that massive storm out in the Atlantic, that was headed toward the Azores, was producing currents and dangerous tides. And unfortunately, he was swimming alone and was caught up by evidently this rip current, according to someone there in Duck, North Carolina. And he was killed as he drowned there in North Carolina. The Weather Service has recorded seven previous previous deaths in rip currents in North Carolina alone this year. And that's among 41 rip current deaths nation wide and especially as these storms are churning off in the atlantic ocean or sometimes in the gulf of mexico those storms may be hundreds if not thousands of miles away but they can affect the ocean currents and in this case a forecaster who probably should have known better and definitely known to not be out there by himself as he was this week we lose this weather forecaster william lapenta at the age of 58 drowning after hitting a rip current in north carolina to south carolina we go and this man that we're going to tell you about certainly should have known better in his case 72 year old john hardy has now been sentenced after a psychiatrist hired by his lawyer suggested a mild form of dementia might have led him to text what it turned out to be an undercover deputy offering forty dollars 
for a sex act. And now Mr. Hardy, a former member of the board that oversees South Carolina's highway department, is going to spend seven months in prison for trying to hire a prostitute just hours after he received probation for admitting he tried to derail an FBI investigation by destroying evidence. He also asked for mercy, saying he had been with terrible criminals and heard horrible language used during his time in jail since his August arrest and now in trouble for this. A undercover deputy offered $40 for a sex act from this man again, who had been pretty high up in the food chain of the South Carolina Department of Transportation. He actually spent 13 years on the SCDOT board, and the agency even named an expressway at the Columbia Airport after him, but now have removed the designation and the signs honor him after his prostitution arrest. Not good news for 72-year-old South Carolinian John Hardy as he's back in the news as part of a prostitution ring in the Palmetto State. Unfortunate news coming from Alabama, and also we can tell you about other states that have recently undergone this new phenomenon, that's deaths related to vaping. The state of Alabama now has seen its first vaping-linked death. The toll across the country of vaping-related deaths has risen to at least 15. Health Department officials in Alabama this week confirmed that the state has had its first death attributed to vaping. The patient, whose name and age was not revealed, was from East Alabama, And as of October 1st, there were 19 Alabama residents under investigation of the 19 reports. Four cases have been identified and nine other reports still under investigation in the state of Alabama. That that comes out from Alabama's state health department in a news release. They also went on to say the use of any tobacco product is unsafe. While this current outbreak is being investigated, the safest option is to refrain from using any e-cigarette or vape product. Furthermore, there is no situation in which these devices should be used by pregnant women or youths. Again, at least 15 vaping-linked deaths in the country, according to federal health officials. And now in Alabama, we have seen one person who's been attributed to being a victim of a vaping-linked death. And I'm sure, sadly, we may see more coming a legionnaire's outbreak in north carolina has killed one and sickened nearly 100 others as of the end of september at least 97 people sickened with this disease as this outbreak of legionnaire's disease has killed this one person and officials are still investigating the source of the outbreak but many of those sickened reported attending the north carolina mountain state fair back in september officials are urging anyone who attended that fair and is experiencing symptoms of Legionnaires to go see a doctor. As Legionnaires' disease is a severe form of pneumonia, according to the Mayo Clinic, and explains why pneumonia, as an inflammation of the lung, it's typically caused by an infection. You can't catch Legionnaires' disease from person-to-person contact. Instead, most people get Legionnaires' disease from inhaling the bacteria. And so we now know that you better be careful. Again, this is all, it looks like, being traced back to this North Carolina Mountain State Fair where this outbreak could have happened. And health officials in Georgia this past August also responded to a massive Legionnaires outbreak at a hotel in Atlanta. At the time, a state health official in Georgia said that the the, Legionella outbreak was the largest ever recorded in Georgia. So once again, another southern state getting hit hard by these legionnaires disease uh, just something that really is a blast from the past remember this name comes from the days just after world war one when our returning 
veterans of that great war come came back and then a lot of them had this disease and we were able to trace that it ended up being known as legionnaires disease and here we have a second southern state that is suffering the consequences of this outbreak here and this time in north carolina by the way this is held each year in fletcher north carolina around labor day and it is part of the western north carolina experience there the north carolina mountain state fair in the Asheville area i think is where this is located fletcher nc but unfortunately diseases these people affected by this legionnaire disease we wish those who have this the best of luck as this has already left one person dead in the old north state an illegal immigrant that was deported seven times and convicted of five duis has now pleaded guilty to re-entering the u.s this guatemalan illegal immigrant was deported seven times since the new millennium the year 2000 and now pleaded guilty this week to re-entering the u.s an eight time after being arrested in tennessee in addition to his seven deportation, federal prosecutor said that 39-year-old Jose Lopez Ruiz has also been convicted five times of driving under the influence while in the U.S. and has another DUI charge pending. Again, a Guatemalan in Middle Tennessee now admitting that he was in the country illegally, and he faces up to two years in prison now after he's scheduled to be sentenced on January 24th. Agents from ICE and Uh, They encountered him in May in Madison. That's just north of Nashville. But he fled on foot and ultimately apprehended him on July 9th. But he has pleaded guilty, and perhaps he won't be sneaking south of the border anymore for a while. He's going to spend some time. But isn't it bizarre that this country, you and I, taxpayers, have to pay for this illegal who was in this country so many times. Now we got to pay. Our money has to go for his housing as a prisoner for these couple of years when he shouldn't even be in this country to start with. And now he's, I mean, I guess the only good thing to tell you about this illegal immigrant is despite having five DUIs, at least according to the story I'm reading, he never hurt anybody. He never got in a DUI and killed somebody or injured them. Thank goodness for that. And now to the Commonwealth. And a Virginia police officer has been suspended after turning in a suspected undocumented immigrant over to ICE, and the Fairfax County Police Department has now suspended this officer. They didn't identify the officer in a statement released this week, but said the incident occurred September 21st when an officer was dispatched to a car accident, and the officer suspected that the person was an undocumented immigrant, and they went and turned them over to ICE after this traffic accident. The officer discovered one of the drivers didn't have a Virginia driver's license and ran a check with the state motor vehicle department and the check revealed the driver had a violation for failing to appear for a deportation hearing the officer verified the warrant and alerted officials with ice an ice agent was close by and arrived at the scene the officer cited the driver for not having a driver's license and then turned over the person to a federal agent but unfortunately the fairfax county police department enacted a 2007 policy that prohibits officers from confirming a person's immigration status and detaining them solely based on civil violations of immigration law. The police chief there, Edwin Rosler Jr., said, This is an unfortunate issue where the officer was confused. We have trained on this issue a lot. This is the first time we've had a lapse in judgment, and the officer is being punished. The driver was released from federal custody after three hours in order to wear an ankle monitor. 
The chief there apologized for the incident and ordered an internal investigation upon learning of it. Seems to me that the illegal immigrant might have had an easier time of it and a shorter prison stay or at least less problems than the arresting police officer or not even arresting. He just turned it over to another federal agency. And that was the problem there in Virginia. A woman in Louisiana allegedly attacked her husband. Get this with Nerf guns over his suspected infidelity. (laughs) Jeff Foxworthy, where are you when we need you? As anti-fam, a 40-year-old now facing a charge of domestic abuse, citing an arrest report. Authorities in West Monroe this week responded to a domestic disturbance. The victim told police his wife had been arguing with him over suspected infidelity, and he's accused his wife of attacking him with Nerf guns and said he ran out of the house. According to the report, the woman chased him down the road, the husband that is. Deputy said there were minor cuts and scrapes on the victim's arm and face from the reported battery. There were four children in the home during the fighting. A deputy who contacted Faum said she was holding two plastic Nerf guns, guns, according to the local newspaper there in North Louisiana. She admitted to hitting her husband for his supposed infidelity. She was arrested, booked into the Washita Correctional Center on one count of domestic abuse, child endangerment. No bail set there in Monroe, in West Monroe, Louisiana. This woman taking the Nerf gun. I didn't know a Nerf gun could really be used as a weapon, but here in this case, it sure was in North Louisiana. And our last headline before we take a little break for a moment, we go to Alabama there and a pastor, Cedric McMillan, pastor of New Heritage Community Church and operator of Heritage Funeral Home in Pritchard, Alabama, has now been found guilty of operating a cemetery without a license. McMillan also found guilty of not having a health department permit and violating a cemetery moratorium without a license. The felony charges brought up against McMillan and funeral home director Joseph Bonner after families brought up their concerns with how their loved ones were being buried. And after an investigation, three bodies in the cemetery were exhumed and discovered that they were incorrectly sealed and had standing water next to their bodies. The caskets also did not meet standard burial depth regulations, sentencing to be determined at a later date. A horrible story coming from Pritchard, Alabama. Here in the month of October as we get ready for something spooky. That's a really spooky situation there. And this pastor convicted of illegally running a cemetery. You better not do that in the heart of Dixie. More headlines coming your way. And a reminder, later this hour, we're going to go to Greenville, South Carolina, where Tony McEwen is going to come on and help us get ready for fall for Greenville, an exciting event. More than 150,000 people will be in Greenville, South Carolina next week for this. And we'll give you all the juicy details later this hour. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. 
I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant, and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Y'all talk with a Southern accent, and we want to hear your accent. Text or call 803-816-1170 with a question or a comment. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Y'all Show. Make sure to like the Y'all.com Facebook page and bookmark the website, Y'all.com, which has bunches of great Southern reads. And get the on-demand editions at iTunes Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and the iHeartRadio apps. Now back to the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. Appreciate that, ma'am. Headlines continuing from across the southeast. And in Arkansas, the boys in blue are going wild. And as a result, hey, one of them ended up being fired in Pulaski County, Arkansas. A deputy has been injured and fired after a scuffle with a Sherwood, Arkansas police officer. All of this caught on camera as body camera footage reveals tense moments between the Sherwood, Arkansas police officer and the Pulaski County Sheriff's deputy which ultimately led to the deputy's arrest and subsequent termination. And this incident happened back on June 13th after a noise complaint happened on Austin Oaks Drive a little after 8 o'clock. And this happened in Sherwood, Arkansas. Officers soon encountered the man who lives at the home. The man, Robert Bobby Ward, identified himself as a deputy with the Pulaski County Sheriff's Office. No excessive noise could be heard as officers arrived at the home, but in the body camera footage, Ward appears to become uncooperative as officers ask for a phone number. Ward asked the officers why a couple times before asking how long they had been on the force. And that's when his wife, who identifies herself as a Searcy police employee, appears to try calming her husband down several times. And then Ward is heard on camera calling the Sherwood officers rookies and other names riddled with curse words. And ultimately, things kind of started happening and this went downhill quickly. He cursed. And after officers tried to initiate arrest, he was heard on the footage taking on the officers. He went to the ground and they took handcuffs and put on Ward. And then he seen covered in blood as medics arrived to bandage him up and take him to a hospital. And again, this officer was fired, Mr. Ward, from the Pulaski County Sheriff's Office for violating three codes of conduct during the incident. So not good when officers fight officers in Arkansas, and that's what the case was here over the last few months. 
If you like Bernie Sanders, well, guess what? If you, you had plans to see him somewhere in the South as he's campaigning for the Democratic nomination for president, Bunny has canceled campaign events after a medical procedure for a blocked artery. The 78-year-old senator from Vermont has now canceled all his campaign events until further notice. This was put out on Wednesday from his campaign and the candidate now this is going to i think really affect his 2020 bid because if he's having this kind of serious problem you have to wonder is bernie sanders able to maintain the pace that you got to maintain when you're a, a major candidate in the race for president and it's tough especially when you're 78 years old and you're jumping on planes trains and automobiles automobiles going to places like iowa new hampshire and hey a good place south carolina it has to be taxing on you and Bernie Sanders might be he might be second guessing this latest decision to run for office. Hey, in Florida, I don't know if Bernie would be in support of this because it doesn't have to do with billionaires, but a bill that's been proposed in Tallahassee would require dogs to stay outside of restaurants. You may no longer get to go dine out with your four-legged friends if this bill becomes law in the state of Florida. A bill filed would ban pets from traveling through or remaining in indoor portions of restaurants in the Sunshine State. And this is done to protect the health, safety, and general welfare of the public. It was sponsored by Democratic State Representative Bruce Antony of Orlando. And it directs the state's Department of Business and Professional Regulation to enforce new rules and launch a website for complaints. It does not apply to service animals. Now, I was in a restaurant just the other day and someone had their little small dog in there and it was not a service dog. And you know what? The dog shouldn't have been in there. I'm sorry. Dogs don't belong in restaurants unless it's a restaurant that's devoted to having dogs in there. People don't want to. There's people who are scared of dogs, and I don't care if it's a poodle you got. People have the right to be scared of dogs, and they don't want to be sitting there next to your dog that you think so wonderful. And I'm sorry if you want to come after me because you're a PETA lover, but dogs don't belong in restaurants, period. Now, if you want to have them in your house or in your bed, that's your choice. But in public where anybody can sit there, human beings, that is, some people may not want to be next to your little canine or your cat. I guess this should apply to cats, too. And I applaud this bill. I, I kind of hope it happens here in Florida. And I can tell you, as a guy who just this week had to experience someone's dog a couple of feet away from him, I wasn't very happy about it. And I like dogs. I like dogs. I just don't think they belong in public places like restaurants, okay? Unless they're a service dog and those dogs we love, okay? Okay. Now, do you want to know what state in the good old U.S. of A. is the richest state? Well, according to 24-7 Wall Street, that state would be our southern state, although about as Yankee as you can get, Maryland. Maryland had a median household income of $83,242 in 2018. And the state just below Maryland and the richest states in the country, and this makes absolutely no sense because... If you know anything about where Maryland is on the map and you know where this number two state is, you're starting to see a trend. The number two state in the country for richest state is Virginia. As Virginia's median household income was more than $10,000 less than Maryland, but still they checked in at number two with a median household income of 72,577 bucks. And that makes no sense. All this because of where they are next to Washington, D.C., there are people in D.C. that are making lots and lots of money. 
Now, other states in the richest states, uh, Virginia may not have been two now that I'm looking at some more data. They're, they're the number two in the South, at least. Maryland, number one. Jersey is two. Hawaii, three. How in the world could Hawaii be the richest state when it's so expensive to even live there? <laughs> Massachusetts, four. Connecticut, five. California, six. New Hampshire, seven. Alaska, eight. The state of Washington, nine. Virginia, 10. And the richest states, according to 24-7 Wall Street. I might want to do a little bit more research on that and see what happened. Well, this person here had a $6 million bracelet taken in a violent home invasion, and this was not in D.C. or in Virginia or Maryland. This happened in Hedwig Village, Texas, as police there looking for two suspects and a violent home invasion as the suspects got away with $400,000 in cash and a jade bracelet that the owner says is worth $6 million. Now, we're just finding out about this home invasion. It happened back in August. The woman told investigators the ordeal lasted between 30 minutes and an hour, and the suspects made multiple trips to load up on valuables. They got away with what she said, 40 very rare and expensive harems purses, men's and women's harems shoes, and I hope I'm saying that right, and $400,000 in cash, and again, this rare, unique bracelet valued at six million dollars in hedwig village texas and i know some of you are thinking golly six million dollars for a bracelet that's a sounds like a pretty good deal i'd love to see that bracelet i wouldn't want to steal it i would just like to see is it is any bracelet is any piece of jewelry or as we say jewelry worth it now if you go to walmart i doubt you'll be getting a six million dollar bracelet there for you to buy but if you go there before the end of this month walmart in select locations is offering free grocery delivery now until october 31st and the retail giant making this service free for customers as customers need to only enter the code home free at checkout and walmart's going to waive the seven dollars and 95 cent nine or nine dollars and 95 delivery fee the deal applies to orders that are at least fifty dollars so you can use this code more than once until october 31st go to their website for more you can learn how to order and choose a delivery time and how you can get your delivery there you can find the deliveries there at walmart.com between 2013 and 2018 online grocery sales tripled and are expected to quadruple by 2023 that research from package facts and walmart now looking to get free grocery for you if you order before october 31st and that keyword is home free that's what y'all need to check out and do some quick music news congratulations to garth brooks as he's getting quite an honor for a country music artist as the g-man is going to be honored by an organization that really oftentimes does not recognize country music artists, but he's going to receive the Gershwin Prize for Popular Song. Previous recipients of this include Tony Bennett, Paul Simon, and Carol King, as he's going to receive this in March 2020, and he'll receive the Library of Congress Gershwin Prize for Popular Song. Congratulations to Troyal Garth Brooks. Now, Chris Stapleton, big news if you like Chris Stapleton, as he's going to be the first artist to ever headline a concert at Kroger Field in Lexington, Kentucky. Willie Nelson, Sheryl Crow, and Yola also are going to play, but Chris Stapleton in Lexington, Kentucky. If you want to go see him, he'll be performing on Saturday, April 25th. He'll be playing alongside Willie Nelson, Sheryl Crow, and Yola 
on this Saturday concert at Big Blue Nation. He was actually born in Lexington, Kentucky. I did not know that. He was raised in eastern Kentucky. But Chris Stapleton going to be headlining this concert. Kind of big news if you live in Kentucky that you've got a big concert headed your way. And that is a quick look at what's going on in the south here on this Thursday. When we come back, we're going to go to Greenville, and we have fall for Greenville in the upstate of South Carolina taking place next week. And our very special guests will be joining us from that lovely spot. Tony McGuirt is the board chairman of Fall for Greenville, and he'll break it all down what's going to be happening in Gville. That's up next on Y'all. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Fall is in the air, y'all. Well, at least in some circles it is. In most of the South, most of the last couple of days, it's been darn hot, pushing near 100 degrees, but it is going to be here in more fall-like temperatures. So just settle down, y'all. And let me tell you that if you don't have your plan set for October 11th through the 13th, you need to make your fall plans kind of wind up in Greenville, South Carolina, because once again, the upstate of South Carolina hosting Fall for Greenville, presented by Pepsi and Bank of America. It's going to be an awesome event, and we have the board chairman of Fall for Greenville joining us right now on the Y'all Show, Tony McGuirt, who also works at Furman University as the Director of Conference and Event Services. Hello, welcome to the Y'all Show, Mr. Tony. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What a job you've got there as board chairman for this fall for Greenville, which has tons of different things for people to come and partake. Food, you got lots of drink options, and a lot of fun, too. So what year are we in now with fall for Greenville? And tell me what's in store here in 2019, Tony. We're in the 38th year of fall for Greenville. This year, it's the Bank of America fall for Greenville presented by Pepsi. Um, We'll have... Four days of lots of great food, lots of great entertainment, all up and down Main Street um, here in Greenville, South Carolina. And it is actually a Thursday through Sunday event? Yeah, we kick off Thursday night with a a concert 
Um, and the concert will be on South Main Street and Augusta Street from 6 to 10. There'll be two bands playing, two country bands playing that night, and there'll be food options also available on the street. The fun kicks in again on Friday throughout the weekend, and this is not just some kind of regular town festival that you find all over the South. Y'all put a lot of emphasis. I mean, 38 years is nothing to sneeze at, Tony, and I know the upstate community comes together in a big way to support Fall for Greenville. No, it, it's a huge event and has grown over the 38 years. We are now up to over 45 um, different food vendors and food trucks that will be featuring um, over 250 food items on the street that folks can taste test. Um, we will have uh, over, I think, I think it's 71 bands featured on six music stages. So we've gone from being really a small food festival to really food and music festival in 38 years. We, um, we're, it's not just local. I mean, we have regional and we have some national reach as well. Uh, we will, we will, um, into, we're anticipating over 150,000 plus visitors in the course of the four days, um, on, out here on Main Street at Green, in Greenville. And if you haven't been to Greenville, South Carolina, if you're listening to us in places far away from South Carolina, hey, this is a very up-and-coming area. It's always been a nice place to live, but now, thanks to events like Fall for Greenville, there are reasons to go to Greenville in the upstate of South Carolina and check out not only the great music, but the food and, and all the commerce. Remember, this is an area that you've got a BMW plant and a lot of other exciting industries have relocated or set up shop in Greenville. It is. It's a great place to be. I've been in Greenville for over 20 years. Love it. It's um, it, There's always something exciting going on here. And the festival, the Fall for Greenville Festival is the highlight of the fall um, and sort of kick, kicks off the fall season. Um, you know, we're excited that in less than two weeks, um, this event's going to happen again here. And we hope everyone will come out and join us and have as much fun. Uh, participating as we do putting it on all right let's get back to some of this music if you go to fallforgreenville.net the website you'll see links to all kinds of things tied into fall for greenville but on your event page for the full lineup for musicians y'all have done a great job of having the photos and a little bit more information about all of your what more than 70 acts participating in this and i guess if we're looking for names the fans out there might be listening to and and might recognize i guess more Marvin King Review would be one of them, a rock performer. Who else out there, Tony? I'm not up with all my bands these days. Who else should we kind of give a little cred to? Well, we've got Nashville-based alternative rock band Moon Taxi on the Carolina Chevy stage. We've got Americana singer-songwriter Lily Hyatt on the CPI security stage. Mm. Um, Charleston City Papers Singer-Songwriter of the Year, award-winning She Returns from War, will, will be live on the, the Aloft stage. And we've also got Seattle's Funkmeister, Maestro's poly, Polyrhythmics on the Furman Jazz and Blues stage. And we've got also local favorite Craven Mellon will be on the Quick Trip stage. All right. Again, all this at Fall for Greenville in that Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina. We're talking with Tony McGuirt, the board chairman of Fall for Greenville. So we, we know you can find great music there. Also, as you said, more than 40 food vendors are going to be set up throughout the event in downtown Greenville, South Carolina. One of those buttermilk sky pie shop. That makes me want to show up right now. And uh, also, 
you've got Happy Hell and another place called Husk Restaurant, which I know is got they've got a lot of attention with some great write-ups through the year. So let's kind of dive into a little bit more of the food that will be available at Fall for Greenville. What can we find when we go there? You're going to find all types of food. Uh, most and most of the food there will be um, local. Um, you won't find. Um, a lot of your chain restaurants just because we want to feature local um, restaurants um, and local chefs. Um, you'll, uh, there'll be uh, places, anything from, you know, Yeehaw Brewing all the way up to, uh, like you said, Buttermilk Sky Pie Shop, the Lost Cajun, Yeehaw Brewing Company will be here. Um, there'll be all, all types of cuisine on the street that you can taste. Um, each restaurant will feature several um, items from their menu that you can taste test, and hopefully you'll enjoy it enough that you'll they'll you know our participants will then go visit the restaurant as well. Again, the website fallforgreenville.net. Greenville, by the way, G R E E N V I L L E. I don't know why the place in Tennessee has an extra E on the end of their Greenville, but I guess uh, now all named after the same guy, General. Nathaniel Green out of the Revolutionary War. Okay, Tony, we've talked about food, we've talked about music, but what about the desire to fill up your belly with something good to drink? And y'all are having no shortage of options when it comes to beer and wine. You've got something called the Carolina L House Beer Garden and other options out there, so let's dive into drinking. Well, of course, um, there is the, there will be a, the Carolina Hale House Beer Garden where there are will be um, 26 breweries offering 50 different types of beer that you can taste. Um, there will also be um, the total. There will be a total wine tasting experience, which will um, feature 19 crimes wine, and there'll also be souvenir cups in both the beer garden and the total wine if you want to taste. Um, multiple samples um, rather than just buying one 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 glass at a time. That um, we also have, um, of course, for those that aren't looking necessarily for the beer or the wine, but Pepsi is our sponsor. So you'll find plenty of plenty of Pepsi on the street as well. But we hope folks will visit um, visit both the Carolina Ale House Beer Garden and the Total Wine Tasting Experience too. It's it's been one of the highlights of the festival each year. So you're telling me I can walk around, fall for Greenville, listen to great music, get awesome food, and if I don't want to get drunk, which I'm not sure you want people to get that drunk there anyway, but if you if that's not up for you in the planning that day, I can drink Mountain Dew all day thanks to your sponsor, Pepsi. Is that what you're saying? I think you can. I think you can. <laughs> that sounds like a great deal. Well, this isn't just for the big kids. You've got an area set aside here. This is a family event, Fall for Greenville, mm-hmm. something called the Shipped Kids Area. What, what's that? It's an area set aside especially for kids. There will be fun-filled inflatables and lots of rides for the kids to participate in. Um, it's a section just for them. Um, we want everyone to feel included, in, including our our young and small participants. You'll find that it is always, it's one of the most popular areas um, at the site as well because the kids have as much fun as the adults. All right. Again, this is in Greenville, South Carolina. Fall for Greenville. We're wrapping up with Tony McGuart, board chairman of this great event that drives 
drives 150,000 plus to the upstate of South Carolina, Greenville, Spartanburg. But on this particular weekend, don't go to Spartanburg, go to Greenville. Don't go the other way to Anderson. No, you need to go to Greenville, South Carolina here this particular weekend coming up in two weeks. And with 150,000 plus coming, Tony, where do people park? What's your best recommendation for that? Well, there are multiple um, parking garages in in downtown. Um, parking has, we have a special rate there. It's six dollars um, for 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 um, per day. If folks want, don't um, can't find parking or, or want to um, take a shuttle in, you can park um, at the um, university um, place. Um, parking lot and there'll be a shuttle there on saturday and sunday bringing folks to and from the festival all right well that sounds awesome. all outlined on our website all right again that website fall for greenville.net and again if you can't make it into greenville south carolina for fall for greenville 2019 hey make sure you come back anytime and check out greenville sc home of the greenville drive baseball team home of Furman university uh, the hometown of one jesse jackson i'm trying to think of all the other great things go ahead brag for a minute about your town there tony it's a great place. Um, I encourage everyone to at least come out and visit. I think you'll come and you'll want to stay. You'll want to move here if you don't live here. <laughs> it's an incredible place, and come out and enjoy the festival. Um, just a quick um, note that the funds that are raised for this festival, um, um, we it, their funds are also donated for local charities. Twelve local cha- charities will benefit from this festival this year. Um, and over the past 15 years, um, Fall for Greenville has donated over $600,000 to local um, charities here in in the community. So not only is it fun and there's great food, great music, a great time, but um, the money being spent is also being put back into our community to um, to help our local charities. Well, Tony, one of my goals here in the near future, I don't fancy myself as an Olympian swimmer, but if I could somehow find the courage i'm going to try to swim across the reedy river in downtown greenville do you, do you think i could make it i bet you could <laughs> i bet you i would bet on you all right if you don't know about the reedy river in greenville it's it's a rather narrow little body of water <laughs> there right it is but it's a great little um feature to the downtown all right well if you are coming from out of town to fall for greenville south carolina hotels are plenty in the greenville south carolina area you can go to visit greenville sc and get connected to hotels is is there anything in particular that you want to promote in terms of lodging here for this year's event tony just always ask them for a fall for greenville rate let them know you're coming in town for fall for greenville our local hotels are you know they're excited about the uh, festival and they want to know you're they want to know you're coming in for it so um just ask for a fall for greenville rate and that means they're going to save a little money they should yes all right well that's what we like to hear they'll get the fall for greenville rate Greenville, South Carolina, our festive South destination, your Dixie destination here for the weekend coming up in two weeks, coming up toward the middle of October with Fall for Greenville, Bank of America's Fall for Greenville presented by Pepsi, and it takes place on the Thursday, October 10th, all the way through Sunday, October 13th. you got to go to fallforgreenville.net 
to look at all of the music, the food, the drinks, the kid experience, and so much more, and how you also can get involved with this event in the upstate of South Carolina. Tony McGuire has been our very special guest. Tony, as board chairman of this event, I wish you all the best here in a couple of weeks, and go make some money for the local charities, and hopefully the weather will cooperate as well. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. We hope to see you all um, next weekend. Fall for Greenville. Yes, sir. Fall for Greenville, y'all. Well, that will wrap up our first hour of y'all. Hey, hang on. When we come back in the second hour, we're going to take you from Greenville, South Carolina to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Ryan Fowler will be joining us for our SEC Spotlight. He'll talk about the number one Alabama Crimson Tide, and we'll also get you ready for all of the week six action of the SEC. The Tide, by the way, taking the weekend off this weekend. We'll have all that and more coming up in the second hour of this, The Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. It's another hour of the show all about the Southeast. We are here, and we are bringing you great information. We're going to talk about books right now, and in just a few minutes, we're going to lay the book of the Southeastern Conference right on top of your head, as we'll have our SEC report, and then we'll also welcome in from Tuscaloosa, Ryan Fowler, host of the game on Tide 100.9 FM, and this is a four-hour daily show all about Alabama football and more, and Ryan Fowler is going to let us know what's going on with Nick Saban's program and we'll also get him to help us break down week six of the SEC. That Crimson Tide team, the number one team in the land, by the way, 
does not have a game this week. They're one of several SEC schools that are taking a little breather here this week six. But we'll have plenty of SEC talk coming up in just a few minutes here on the Y'all Show. Our number, 803-816-1170. We'd love to get your feedback, text, or phone. We'd love to get it. All right, starting this hour out with books on our mind. And we've got the Kindle Select 25, and this is a list of exciting books as you can go to Amazon.com and find out about these bestsellers, hot new releases, editor pick, and more as we surf through quickly the Kindle Select 25. I'm not going to really get into the weeds here with any of these. I'm just simply letting y'all know I'm an ambassador of knowledge here. Parable the One from Jess Walter is on this list of 25. And then Jacqueline Woodson, before her, an original Amazon series, is also on the Kindle Select 25. Robert Degoni's The Eighth Sister, a Charles Jenkins book one. This is The Eighth Sister, a thriller. It's out right now on the Kindle Select 25. You also have Rachel Kane's Still House Lake. It's on the list. Thin Air. A book by Lisa Gray. It's on the list. The Jessica Shaw book one. Starting to see kind of a theme here on Kindle Select. You got a lot of these books that are part of series. Kelly Harms's The Overdue Life of Amy Byler. It's out and it's on the Kindle Select 25 list. You also have The Freedom Writer's Diary. How a teacher and 150 teens use writing to change themselves around the world them the freedom writers diary and that is a new york times bestseller as well and it's on the kindle select 25 you also have winter college from mary ellen taylor it's out on the list also a mark of kings the shattered rains book one it's on there also Catherine mckenzie's i'll never tell Ooh, please do that book's on the kindle select 25 will and testament verso fiction from vigdis that's out right now on the Kindle Select 25. David Hockney's Life of David Hockney, a novel. It is written by Catherine Cusset, The Life of David Hockney. Interesting book title, interesting book cover there if you have a chance to see it. It's on the Kindle Select 25. John Mars, The Passengers, checks in on this list, as well as Ian McEwen's The Cockroach. Yuck, that's on the list. Opioid Indiana, a book by Brian Allen Carr. And this is out right now on the Kindle Select 25. Hey, this sounds like a fun read. A Wedding Thing. And that is by Shay Serrano, an Amazon original story. A Wedding Thing. Also on the list is Homesick for Another World. And that is a book by Otessa Mofke. And that is Homesick for Another World. And that is all about some stories, evidently. What You Did from Claire McGowan is on the Kindle Select 25. You also have the book, I Will Never See the World Again, the memoir of an imprisoned writer. And I don't know if this person is imprisoned or not, but they wrote evidently a Kindle Select 25, so maybe they got out of prison. This was written by Armet Alphon. That is out right now on the Kindle Select 25. The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night Time, a novel. And this is from Mark Haddon, and it's on the list. You also have Dumped, actually. I like that title. The best-selling author is Nick Spaulding, and that is his latest book, Dumped, comma, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there who get dumped 
this guy evidently took it and turned it into a Kindle Select 25 book. Hey, pretty smart. David Grant has penned The Devil and Sherlock Holmes, and it is out right now and on the Kindle Select 25. You also have, hey, A Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire, book one. And this out right now, if you want to check out this George Martin book, it is available for you. You also have Footprints on the Heart from Gene Nagar, a novel there, and it's Footprints on the Heart. And our last Kindle Select 25 for y'all to peruse is What the Wind Knows from Amy Harmon. A lot of those books perhaps you have not heard of. I know personally I've been reading some of our New York Times bestsellers for a while, and these don't really match up with the New York Times bestseller list, but I bet you they're pretty good books. In fact, one of the things I will tell you on the Kindle Select 25, based on what I'm seeing, especially if you're a member of Amazon, these are pretty inexpensive books, maybe because you're buying the digital version through Kindle. But most of them are under $10, $10 at least. Some of them are like $2. Well, I see one here, $1.99. And if you are on a budget, you don't want to spend a lot of money on a book, then the Kindle Select 25 seems to be a pretty good option for you. And again, most of these are novels. Most of these are part of series. So if you're like me and you binge watch on Netflix or perhaps you have Showtime like I sometimes do, I'll find a series and I'll watch it and watch it and watch it and keep watching it and then go back and rewatch it. And these books probably have a similar effect if you are a person who likes to read the written word. And that is pretty neat. The Amazon Kindle Select 25. And most of these are for adults. And a lot of these are novels. I didn't see any nonfiction, frankly, I don't think reading through here. So if you're looking for an escape, you need that mental break before the holidays show up then the Kindle Select 25 offers you a really good option. And I know that I've got a couple of these bookmarked personally, that if I am looking for something for myself, or more importantly, hint, 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 I've got loved ones, mom, mama, I should say, who loves her iPad, and she'll read all these digital books all the time. I've even suggested a few to her, and she actually followed my advice. Isn't isn't that a good mom? And more importantly, isn't that a good son who would even suggest that book to his mama. And isn't that great when parents can get along like that? They can bond over a book. Of course, some of these I have not read myself. And I've even given books that I've been passed along to me that would make a good read for her. And so I'm like, here, this was sent to me. Mama, you read it. And she's got more time than I do. So good for her. But if you've got time on your hands and you're a little confused of what I said, please go to Amazon.com and search for the Kindle Select 25, and you'll see these 25 books all available via digital download, and you'll be set for at least a couple of weeks with the various selections they offer. And that is our best-selling, our best way to show you the best-sellers and more in our Buy the Book feature here of the y'all show where we love to give our authors a little love from time to time although none of those i just mentioned i don't think none of them that i was able to trace have a direct connection to our 16 southern states but probably good reads no matter where they're from or wherever you're from well i'll tell you what we got the south on our mind in the next segment because we're going to switch over and talk sec football sec 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 and we'll give you the latest headlines from across the conference and then later in the hour we're going to have ryan fowler dropping here and ryan's going to let us know all about what's going on with the number one ranked alabama crimson tide alabama usurps clemson this week 
and the Tide at number one. And we'll find out what's going on inside the Bama program, what's going on at the Capstone, as well as get Ryan's take on the other teams of the SEC. Auburn, oh, Ryan loves to talk about them, War Eagle Plainsmen. And Auburn's got a big game at the Florida Gators this weekend, and we'll get his take on week six of the SEC. All that ahead in our SEC Love Fest. That's all coming up next. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. It's the SEC Report here on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. Oh, yes, that's a good song right there, and you'll probably be hearing that a good bit if you happen to be at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium come Saturday evening as the Florida Gators have a top 10 battle with the Auburn Tigers. And Florida getting ready for this big game. First time these two teams have met in eight years. Isn't that crazy? And we'll have more to say about that matchup with our friend Ryan Fowler. He'll be on in the next segment direct from Tuscaloosa as Ryan is the afternoon host on Tide 100.9. And he is not bashful when it comes to talking about Alabama football. So we'll have plenty of Crimson Tide information coming your way with Ryan. But we first start our SEC report here with headlines from throughout the conference in Baton Rouge. As you know, LSU had a couple of years ago a really good running back named Leonard Fournette. 
he went on and played at LSU and then decided to go to the, the big boy league. And he went to the NFL's Jacksonville Jaguars, where he's a current star running back for the Jags. And Leonard, he did such a good job at LSU. Well, his little brother decided to follow in his footsteps, not only as a football player, but also as a running back. But it turns out Leonard Fournette has left the LSU team as he is the younger brother of Leonard Fournette. He graduated back in May and has now withdrawn from LSU. A source close to the situation said the source says that Leonard just wants to move on with his life. He's a senior. He carried the ball just 13 times for 36 yards and a touchdown in four games this season. During his four years on the Bayou, he has had a total of 162 rushing yards and two touchdowns. With Fournette, the younger Fournette, gone, Coach O and LSU expected to rely on even more freshmen, including John Emery Jr. and Tyrion Davis-Price. They also have received a lot of carries alongside Clyde Edwards Dash Halir. So they got a lot of dashes there. Maybe that's why Fournette decided to dash out of the program because he didn't have a hyphenated last name in the backfield for Coach Orgeron Dash. Yo, yo, yo. Red Bull Energy, I guess, would be his last name if he added Orgeron hyphen Red Bull. But uh, not good, I guess, for LSU fans for no other reason than to have the Fournette na- name not longer, no longer part of that program because it did kind of have a little throwback there when you saw that name Fournette on the back of that beautiful white jersey. Except for, what, the last two weeks, LSU's actually donned the purple jerseys, both at home against what was it, Northwestern State, and then they wore the purple jersey when they played at Vanderbilt and uh, destroyed the Commodores in their purple jersey and white helmets. That kind of ruins the old cheer that used uh, used by the Mississippi Langshart fans to mock LSU. And that cheer would go something like, what is it? Uh, white, white jersey, gold britches. Go to you know what, you sons of blank. <laughs> Got to clean that up. Hey, keeping the SEC West fun going. Kalen Newton is the younger brother of former Auburn star, Heisman Trophy winner, and current Carolina Panthers injury list guy, Cam Newton. And Kalen Newton has been a football player for the Howard Bison, and he is now transferring away from that program. And, hey, there are some teams out there that might could use this very good quarterback who made headlines when he first had his first football game. It was a game at UNLV, and Howard which is a HBCU upset the Rebels, not the Mississippi Rebels, but the UNLV Rebels, 43-40. to 40, And this was the biggest upset in the history of college football in terms of point spread, as Howard was a 45-point road dog in that early 2017 game. And then they end up winning that thing at UNLV. UNLV, man, talk about a program that's falling off the face of the earth. And they're about to open up a huge football stadium alongside the Las Vegas Raiders. UNLV may have the nicest college football stadium starting in 2020, but that's a program that's gone, well, really never has been that much. But good Lord, they are definitely, definitely having problems. The Bison of Howard, that is, one and five this year. Their only win coming against Delaware State of the MEAC in the fourth week of the year. They also lost their season opener to the Maryland Terps 79-0. to So we'll find out if Cam Newton's little brother, Kalen, 
can land at a maybe different school, maybe even an SEC school here in our SEC report. That's why we're talking about C-A-Y-L-I-N, Kalen Newton. Little Superman, I guess, is what he's called. But eh, maybe he didn't do so good at Howard. That's why he's taking his talent elsewhere, If he that is, if he decides he wants to keep playing football. All right, now up on the show, let's go back to Rocky Top. We haven't talked about UT much here. And the Tennessee Vols coach says he didn't seek special treatment after a recent arrest of one of his linebackers. Jeremy Pruitt said he was not seeking this preferential treatment when University of Tennessee police arrested linebacker Jeremy Banks for having a warrant stemming from a previous traffic citation, but rather was upset about not knowing that the warrant existed in the first place. Pruitt, whose conversation with police on September 15th was recorded, is heard asking whether Banks needed to be arrested because of the warrant. The officer explained that he was legally obligated to do so, and Pruitt said, this is the silliest SH blank blank I've ever seen in my life. I've worked at four places, and I ain't ever had no crap like this except for here because people usually say, hey, something's not right here. The second-year coach was asked during Wednesday's SEC teleconference whether he had experienced police cutting a break to players in his previous four jobs, two of which were, I know, at SEC schools, Georgia and the University of Alabama, and Pruitt replied, no, absolutely not. And again, not exactly the best of news for the Tennessee football program. The linebacker, by the way, from Cordova, Tennessee, pulled over for making an illegal U-turn when the officer discovered a warrant for Banks' having failed to appear in court in July as part of a misdemeanor citation for driving with a suspended license. He was booked and released on $500 bond. Banks' playing time limited against Florida after his arrest. Tennessee has Georgia coming in to Knoxville as Georgia ranked number three in the country, and that's going to be a game here in this sixth weekend of college football. Well, if you've caught up with the news here in terms of college sports this week, you might have heard about what California's latest crazy talk has turned out to be a new law in California that will go on the books in a couple of years that will allow college athletes to get paid, not by their school, but if they get endorsements or people want to make money off their likeness and now the sec commissioner greg sankey has released a statement on california's recent bill signing the statement reads there is meaningful concern related to the inherent consequences that will inevitably arise when individual states unilaterally alter a set of rules that currently apply to student athletes and universities throughout the country in the southeastern conference we are proud of the support we currently provide to student athletes and believe there is the need to engage in a thoughtful discourse that considers the benefits of the current structure of intercollegiate athletics as well as the interests of all present-day student athletes and the national balance of intercollegiate athletic competition we must also fully address the underlying potential for abuse by external influences and strive for a structure that appropriately ties financial support of student athletes to their educational pursuits a rather lengthy and somewhat legal response Greg Sankey, commissioner of the SEC, gave this week in terms of the new law that's going to be going into effect in 2023 in California in terms of amateur athletes. And finally, as we wrap up our headlines of the SEC, let's get away from football for just a second and tell you about the rivalry between the University of Mississippi and LSU. A longtime rivalry, the ghost of Billy Cannon and all the other greats on both sidelines, and they'll be renewing that rivalry in football here very soon. But this This week on the world stage, pole vaulters from the University of Mississippi 
alumni, that is, pole vaulters of U of M in Oxford, Mississippi, and LSU in Baton Rouge. They had a competition, and they finished with the gold medal and the silver medal in the World Athletic Championship. And congratulations to former LSU pole vaulter Mondo Duplantis with his silver medal and to former Ole Miss pole vaulter Sam Kendricks, who grew up in Oxford, Mississippi, as he got the gold medal. And by the way, he's your 2016 Olympic bronze medalist, Sam Kendricks, the former University of Mississippi track star. And these guys in that pole competition, and it was great to see SEC represented well and the World Athletic Championship somewhere in another country. I don't know where it was, but uh, pretty neat to see these two rivalries going on in the world of pole vaulting. How about that? Well, put your pole in the ground and jump right with us as we're going to get through this commercial break. And when we come back after the break, hey, we're going to take you to Tuscaloosa. Ryan Fowler standing by with all the latest on the Crimson Tide football program. And we'll get his take on week six of the SEC That's all ahead on the Y'all Show with John Rawl, the general of all things Southern. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Tide. Welcome back. It's y'all. And I told our next guest here in our SEC spotlight that I'm not letting him come on any of our programs until his team is back atop college football. And guess what? This week, Alabama usurps Clemson and is in the catbird seat. And we're going to go to Tuscaloosa now and celebrate with his appearance and with Alabama's Reemergence is the number one team in the U.S. of A. We've got Ryan Fowler. You can catch Ryan each and every day in Tuscaloosa on Tide 100.9. Also, you can find him on Twitter at Ryan C. Fowler as he hosts the game on 100.9. And it is a great show every day from 2 to 6, all about Alabama Crimson Tide sports. Hello, Ryan, and War Eagle to you. Oh, man. I mean, I was about to give you, Elisha, a really nice roll tide. But roll tide from Tuscaloosa, 5-0. and But uh, uh, still some areas that this team can improve upon. We'll certainly get into that a little bit. But, uh, you know, I do want to remind those state, I know the state's been good to me, 
when I talk about my first affiliate up in uh, Jackson, Tennessee, I appreciate you guys up there for uh, carrying what we're doing here. But also, uh, let me look back. I'll make the balls a little irritated at me anytime I come in on the state, uh, whether it's in Nashville or Memphis or over in Knoxville. I like to remind them this is a big number. 4,723 days have passed since the last time the volunteers from Knoxville have lined up and beat the Alabama Crimson Tide. So that means no Tennessee fan has ever made a Facebook post. Nobody's ever tweeted a victory over Alabama. Uh, I know it's getting long up there. This thing may get longer the way that everything's going with Jeremy Pruitt. And I like the guy a ton, but I don't know if he can survive uh, this type of season. It's, it's looking bad for him. All right, Alabama fans, rejoice! Tennessee fans and everybody else who hates what I'm just what we're doing here, bringing on Ryan Fowler. It's Ryan C. Fowler on Twitter. All hate mail goes to him. And Perfect. I love hate mail. I love hate mail. All right. Well, again, he's what he's telling is the truth. This isn't fake news. It's been more than four thousand days since Rocky Top took care of business against T Town and Tennessee. I think it's going to be a little bit longer before you can actually get the victory. But we're going to talk about Tennessee. We're going to talk about Alabama also with Ryan. Alabama this week six enjoys a weekend off. And, Ryan, we know that Alabama and Clemson seem to be right back on a collision course here in 2019. Did you think that Alabama would somehow find themselves atop the pole this week after what happened last week with Clemson, almost losing to UNC? Well, I I think, um, listen – it was more probably about the way that Clemson played than it was brought about Alabama playing. Alabama just, I thought, was was a little rusty on defense. Now, offensively, it's a historic season in Tuscaloosa with Tua Tungvaloa, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle, all these big wide receivers, uh, probably the best group that I've ever seen in college football as one group. It was really amazing to watch these guys, you know, continue to just, I mean, we had guys that's, uh, set a record in Tuscaloosa and Devontae Smith with touchdowns in a game, uh, had over 274 yards receiving. Uh, that was also one of those Alabama records, but also in the record book. I don't know if it broke the overall record in the SEC, but I think it's certainly top five. Uh, Devontae Smith, I mean, he was, he had the hot hand on Saturday. It was a lot of fun to watch these guys, but Alabama's got some problems on the defensive side of the football. And they're they're going to have to clean those up. If this team is truly going to be able to stay at that number one spot and to be able to go through, then then they're going to have to fix some things on that side of the football, on the defensive side, you know, if they're going to be a national championship caliber team. Well, in case you're wondering, Alabama is likely to stay atop the pole into next week because – Oddly enough, both Clemson and Alabama have off weekends this weekend. So maybe we should play each other. Yeah, maybe we should play each other. I mean, let's let's give the fans what they want. Let's 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 tee it up. You know, Ryan, I know that with Dabo Sweeney being there in Clemson and an Alabama alum. A lot of people wonder, why hasn't Clemson played Alabama in the regular season? These are two programs that have a very good connection to each other going way, way back, but they really don't play that much in the regular season. I think it's been 35, 40 years since they've played in the regular season, and I know a lot of people would be up for a Clemson-Alabama matchup. They're afraid of us. Oh, you think it's, maybe, you think it's Clemson's fault? Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we're afraid of them uh, because, you know, we did kind of get our head beat in there. Uh, back in Santa Clara. So, but, but did, did you see how, I don't know if you happen to notice this, 
But did you guys see where Clemson has already, like they've already got their parade route set up like for the upcoming national championship, like they've already got their, Dennis Dodd wrote the article, cbssports.com. Mm-hmm. We'll, we won't plagiarize anything, but uh, yeah, they, they've already got a, they've already got a, uh, their, their parade route set up. They've already got everything uh, recognized and uh, this is the way they're going to do it. I thought it was pretty, like Nick Saban would never do that in a million years. So you never know, man, complacency. If your coach is coaching it, uh, and you're talking about the, the second championship is always the hardest to win, guys. It really is. I mean, I know we, we, we say that, but it's the truth. The second win is always the most difficult. It's always this. Always this. But they've it done it. The so now they're planning the third one, Ryan. No, no, I'm, no, I'm talking about back to back. I'm sorry. I'm ah, talking, okay, back to back. Yeah, because you you begin to you know you you begin to get entitled and you begin to feel like. You know, nobody can touch us. We're this. Nobody can hit us. Nobody can hit us. Because we've done it. I've watched these teams here in Tuscaloosa struggle to go back-to-backs. And you can even go back to the 60s and 70s, and you could ask those players. The second one is always the hardest one to try to win. We're talking with Ryan Fowler. You can find him on Twitter at Ryan C. Fowler. He is the host of The Game on 100.9 FM in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. That's a afternoon radio show airing Monday through Friday from 2 to 6 p.m. All about the Crimson Tide. And he also hosts the syndicated Alabama Tradition Show, which is heard on great radio stations across the southeast. Of course, a show all about Alabama football. Ryan, of course, Alabama off this week, but last week they look pretty good at home dispatching the mississippi land sharks there at bryant denny stadium and what have we seen this year in 2019 that alabama fans or those who may not follow them as religiously as you do any differences between this team and what we've seen in years past with nick saban well i just think it's the it's the tua tongue of aloha it's watching him throw the football is something that we have not had we haven't had that 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 you know that quarterback I mean, we're, you know, we're talking, you know, in some of the earlier draft boards that this guy could go be the number one overall pick. Well, we, we haven't had a quarterback, uh, that, that was, you know, that type of ability. You got to go back to, you know, Joe Namath and Kenny Stabler and guys like that. Not, since we've not Zal. No, no, no. Andrew was not. And I like Andrew. I'm a big fan of Andrew, but, uh, yeah, he, he didn't, he wasn't in that conversation there. So we're, we got to continue to, uh, to kind of get better. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a Nick Saban, but it's true. We've got to find a way uh, to get better on the defensive side of the football. They're so young over there. And as long as everything goes as planned, then the team looks okay. But what happens is is it, it doesn't go as planned. We know that. I mean, college football is a game of throwing things around and, and making people think a little quicker, uh, thinking on their feet a little bit. And, and so that, that's where Alabama has uh, really struggled as of late with uh, some of their defensive stuff and their defensive things. They're going to have to clean these up. If they're going to be at this number one spot, they're going to have to find a way to fix some stuff on, on defense. I mean, they're not tackling well. I mean, isn't it kind of funny that we're also looking at LSU? They're not tackling well either. They're not. They're not playing great defense. I mean, think about that game coming up in November. It might have. It might actually be a shootout. It, I mean, it really might be a shootout. It, it may be a shootout game rather than one of these defensive games that we've come to know from Alabama and LSU. 
Well, we'll keep our eye on that. The LSU Tigers on this sixth weekend of college football, they've got the Aggies of not Texas A&M, but Utah State rolling into Tiger State. And this is going to be, I know they're not happy about this along the bayou. Ryan, this is a 12 noon, 11 o'clock in the morning Baton Rouge time kick between number five LSU and Utah State. Probably not very happy about that, huh? Yeah, that's a a long way to come to play 11 o'clock game. And as you know, we're get, we're still getting blistering heat in the South. I mean, we're we're you know we'll be triple digits today. We'll be you know right there close to it, and the same thing is going to continue for uh, through the weekend. And then they tell global us global warming. Other, yes, it it is global warming. It, it, <laughs> it, it's global warm. We're all warm, right? We're all and the, and the warm the globe is warming, but it's not. I see. I'm not one of those that buys in the, the conspiracy that it's man-made. I just don't know if we have that much control over the planet. I mean, you know, I mean, I cranked my lawnmower last night for an hour and thirty minutes. Did I contribute to global warming? Shame uh, on not. you! Shame, shame, shame! Cutting grass. Yeah, but, then I, but, but then I but then I went and had a glass of ice water, so that should have countered the, the the warming part. So I had a glass of ice water and I cooled the rest of the planet down. So. I mean, if that's the you know, anyway, it's well, a, it's a, it's a wonderful political conversation. But let's get back to the college. Well, football. speaking of hot, the fiery Cajun in charge in Baton Rouge, Ed Orgeron's got a top five team this year. How, how scared are you as an Alabama guy of what LSU's putting together here this year with Joe Burrow? I think it's going to be a great game. I think it will be a super outstanding game. Really do. Uh, I think when I look at uh, Alabama and I look at LSU. Uh, I see it, you know, two teams that really are doing well on the offensive side of the football. Uh, but the defensive side of the football, uh, I see absolutely nothing from either team that, you know, you want to shake your head and get feared about. So that's, that's where I am when I look at this, uh, you know, this defense. I, I just, I, I look and I see the same thing happening down in Baton Rouge. struggling at the defense, but I see two great offenses, which will set up for a wonderful big game uh, when when we talk about in a couple of weeks. And, you know, that may be Alabama's toughest opponent. We thought it was going to be Texas A&M, but Texas A&M does not look that great. I mean, they've got beat by Auburn. They struggled, barely won against Arkansas. Going to have to fix some things in College Station if Jimbo Fisher is going to be able to earn that $7.5 million. And those Aggies, just like Alabama, enjoy a breather on this football weekend. Those two teams get together next weekend at Kyle Field. Kentucky also enjoying a little breather along with a couple other teams like South Carolina here this football weekend. Well, we know that the Missouri Tigers are going to be ta- taking on the Troy Troy Trojans here on this football Saturday. This is set for a 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock kick from Como, televised on the SEC Network. And then we go to Knoxville where the Vol poor old Vols. You bashed them at the beginning of this segment. They welcome in the number three Georgia Bulldogs in the Neyland Stadium in a game televised on ESPN, set for a 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central kick. Hey, can Jeremy Pruitt pull the big upset this weekend, Ryan? Uh, no. Okay. No, 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 no not at all. Not at all. Uh, there's no way. I, I just, I mean, I think this is a thumping but I think it's a thumping for not just this game, but I think it's a thumping for the next few weeks. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. Uh, and if, if he's able to find a way to get this team to get a win, hats off to him. Hats off to him. But I just don't see right now this team. I mean, it's hard to find a, a win until you get to UAB that you can definitely look at 
a schedule and say, oh, yeah, 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 Tennessee's going to win this game. Unfortunately, Jeremy Pruitt, and like I said, I like him. I just don't know if he can survive everything that's happening there in Knoxville. I mean, this is a tough, this is tough uh, sledding up there. When you start getting in the, you know, the possibility of winning one and two games, I don't care who you are. That guy gets you in trouble. And so as I read off the future at Tennessee's schedule, it's hard for me to find a win unless you really want to go back to or go all the way out to UAB. And not just not just losses. These teams are going to thump them uh, like by a big margin. Mm. And don't forget, UAB's been a pretty good football program over the last couple of years, so that's not a gimme there in Neyland Stadium. What about Georgia? Kirby Smart, are you impressed with what he's doing there in Athens this year? Well, I think Georgia's got a pretty good-looking football team. Uh, they look good with everything that I've been able to notice. Uh, you know, watching those guys and, and, and what they've kind of brought to uh, Athens from Kirby Smart, kind of doing everything he can do to install a Nick Saban-like system there. Uh, he's recruited well. Uh, might have even, you know, at times walked in the gray area. But uh, when you talk about walking in the gray area, sometimes you got to live and camp out there. It looks like that's what Kirby Smart has chose to do. But uh, George has got a good, good football team. I mean, I look at a lot of talent on that team. And I look at a team that's, uh, you know, when you begin to kind of understand it and break down and, and look ahead, uh, it looks like that, you know, this team is going to be one of those that will be the last one standing. I'll be shocked if Florida is able to do anything on the other side to in the Eastern Division to slow down what's happening in Athens. I think, Al, you know, when you look at Kirby Smart, he's got a balanced offense. He can throw the football. He can run the football. And he plays really, really good defense. That's a combination to win a lot of games. Also on this football Saturday, the Commodores, which got a win their first of the year last weekend. They traveled to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, and they face off against the Sharks of Mississippi. This set for a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. And you saw that team from Oxford play last weekend at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Do you think they're going to get to a bowl this year? Ooh, man, it would be tough. Okay. Man, that's going to be tough. Uh, let's see. Are there two and three? I don't. I don't have the SEC schedule. Run, run through the win total. I, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Uh, just give me like two seconds here. I can. I can. I could have Ole Miss uh, ready. I just found they, it. The Ole Miss, uh, Alabama, obviously is the loss. So they're two and three. Vanderbilt, I think, is a win because that's in Oxford, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to go to Missouri. Now Missouri's playing a little bit better as of late. Uh, Man, I have to give that. I, have, I almost have to give that to Missouri. Texas A&M will beat them. Auburn will beat them. They'll beat New Mexico State, so that'll get them to four wins. They won't beat LSU. No, they're not going to bowl. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't. mean, they'll go to the, they'll go to the, they'll go to the Egg Bowl, which is uh, <laughs> the all famous. But but they won't go to a real bowl. Okay. Like all right. Yeah. And Vanderbilt still having some tough times here, trying to replace their quarterback in 2019. And then the big one this weekend in the SEC. It's from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. First time these two teams have met in eight years. It's a top ten clash between the Auburn Tigers and the Florida Gators on CBS 3:30 Ben Hill Griffin Stadium time 2:30. Central, the Tigers and the Reptilians of Florida. Ryan Fowler, your t- thoughts on this matchup? Man, I tell you, I love it, man. I love it. I love this game because the, the Auburn Tigers, you see, you guys don't have to live with this bunch, okay? Y'all don't have to live with this group. Y'all don't have to live with these guys saying all this stuff every single day. 
Uh, I mean, they're always talk the big game. Ryan, you they live in it. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You can't tell me that you get inundated with Auburn fans. Come on now. Oh, tons of them. Tons of them. Tons of them. They love to talk. And they talk as well as anybody. Now, as long as their team is doing good, as long as their team is doing good, they talk. But now the, the real thing is like when, when, when the team is not doing very good, they put their stuff up. Like you, you won't even be able to find an Auburn fan. And, and so that's the, you know, the big moral of the story is uh, it, it's, it can be a little bit of a challenge when they're, when they're not doing well. Like it, it's fun to kind of watch them because they, they, they're closet fans, man. I mean, they're, they're fair weather fans. They, they just put all their stuff in the apparel. So Auburn's had a good year so far. They're undefeated. But see, the most of them would tell you in August that they wanted their coach. They wanted to put him on a road. Like, they didn't like their coach. They were willing to sacrifice this season to go, okay, let's move into a different direction. Let's get a better coach. And that didn't happen. Hmm. All right, well, they got the Gus Bus, and they have a quarterback in Bo Nix right now that's getting a lot of attention. Was he recruited at all by Alabama? I know he's got the Auburn connection there, but did they try to get him? Yeah, but I think most people that you know that, that follow football pretty close knew that he was going to be very, very, very difficult to try to get you know him away from that Auburn tradition and Auburn family. The kid grew up you know, pretty much hanging out on the football field. And he loved Auburn. Uh, and, hey, and you got to give him credit. I mean, he went there. Uh, it's You know, it's a system that really doesn't prepare quarterbacks for the NFL. Now, he may change some things, but that system generally doesn't produce, like, NFL-caliber quarterbacks. So he went there and said, okay, I'll take a chance. I mean, he was that high-profile of a player, but he grew up Auburn. And uh, the genetic pool for is, is going to work out for the Tigers. I mean, he's a good looking, he's a good looking kid. He's a good looking kid, but uh, I, I still don't know. I still don't know if, if you can take what they're doing on offense and develop a kid. And, and I'm talking about develop him, get him from point A to point B, and and back to C and up to D. It's just simple development. I don't see a lot of development in that system. All right. Well, let's talk about the other side of the ball on this Saturday matchup in the Swamp. What do you think about what Dan Mullen's done in year two with Florida? They've had to come into this matchup this weekend with a backup quarterback. But right now, they've escaped the season thus far, still unblemished, and they're ranked number 10 in the country. Well, and, and, and I think that you know, a lot of the people would love for them to stay there because they want to be able to set up that Georgia-Florida game you know, the highly anticipated game there, our largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida. That's one of those that a lot of people are circling saying, okay, hey, this is going to be a great game. But you look at uh, uh, Florida and you look at Georgia there for a couple of minutes, uh, and, and, you know, both teams look like that they could possibly get there, but Florida's going to have to get over uh, this Auburn hump. Right now, Auburn's coming in with a lot of momentum. They just beat Mississippi State. So when you look at Florida – that's possible, uh, but they have to turn around and go to Baton Rouge. No, it's not going to be. It's Yeah, probably not going to be able to survive. I just wanted to see that schedule real quick, but they do have to turn around and go right back to LSU. Woo! That'd be a tough place to play hmm. uh, without, without, without your starting quarterback. So 
that one's going to be a little bit of a challenge. Uh, but then I go to other games. But but go, sticking back to the Auburn Florida game, <laughs> Auburn's playing so good. I mean, there there's a reason why they are a home, excuse me, a road favorite in that in that stadium on Saturday. Hmm. Well, I mean, they're, they're the favorite to win the game. This is your CBS special on Saturday afternoon, the Gators and the Auburn Tigers. Again, a lot of teams in the SEC enjoying a weekend off. As we said, Alabama's got Texas A&M next weekend at Kyle Field. Are you scared about that one at all, Mr. Fowler? No, no, okay. no, 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 I'm, I'm not at all, not at all. Uh, I was at the beginning part of the season. But as we get closer to the game, I mean, I watched that same team really struggle with Arkansas just a couple of days ago. And Arkansas kind of reminds you a lot of a high school football team. <laughs> they just that they don't play uh, like an SEC team. So, uh, I mean, I'm just calling it what it is. When you look at, you, you know, you've got to be looking at Chad Morris going, is he ready? Is he really better than the previous coach? Uh, I don't think he is. I mean, I, I think that's still to be determined. But right now, I mean, I, I wouldn't think that he is. That's All right, my so opinion. I don't think Alabama sounds like too worried about the Hogs here when they face off. Ryan C. Fowler, our guest of the game in Tuscaloosa. That's 100.9 FM. And you can find Ryan on Twitter at Ryan C. Fowler. As we wrap with you, Ryan, any thoughts about who Alabama might have a little contest with throughout the year? left on the schedule. Who do you anticipate Alabama having a little bit of a game against and perhaps facing off in the SEC championship? Well, I don't think anybody. Uh, that's not me being arrogant. Me just be, me being honest. Uh, so I don't, I don't see a lot of, you know, a lot of, lot of games that you just circle and you go, man, this is going to be a killer game. Uh, LSU is certainly going to be a little tougher. Uh, Auburn's going to be tough on the defensive side of things, but offensively, uh, well, I don't know against our defense here in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's not played good defense this year. Uh, so so we'll see. I mean, things could always change, but then I look at the Auburn confidence. You know, will it be as strong as it is today in November? You know, will they be able to survive? Because they've got to play Georgia. They've got to play LSU in Baton Rouge. They've got to play in Gainesville this weekend. But it just starts a difficult schedule for the Auburn Tigers. If they can run through this, if they're able to run through Georgia, Alabama, all the different things here, then they may may deserve to be, you know, he may deserve to be the SEC coach of the year. Gus Malzahn, you're uh, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he can, if he could get this team through this gauntlet that is, whew, I mean, it's nasty. Uh, I mean, when you've got Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, and Florida still on your schedule. And some other teams, yeah, that's a challenge. That is a big challenge. He also has to face off against the Sanford Bulldogs in there. Ryan Fowler, thank you for coming on once again to the Y'all Show. You can catch him in Tuscaloosa again on Tide 100.9 and also find the syndicated Alabama tradition on affiliates across Alabama and the South. And always a good interview, and we appreciate, Ryan, you taking a little time to talk with us here on the Y'all Show. Best of luck, and maybe Alabama might be playing in another national championship game. 
And absolutely, best of luck to the Lady Vols this week against the George Bulldogs. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you don't know what he's talking about, this week ESPN, I don't know how they did this with all the thousands of employees they have working there, but in the little graphic that shows the matchups for this weekend's SEC games, sure enough, Georgia is going to be playing, at least according to the ESPN's graphic department, the Lady Vols of Tennessee. And uh, Ryan, I saw on Twitter you said that that might actually be a better football game. It might be. It might be a better game. I mean, we don't know. We don't know how they would play. I mean, so it's hard for us to judge. Yeah. So I'm not going to. I'm going to be. I'm going to be conservative on my pick here. Kelly Harper is the new head coach of the Lady Vols in Knoxville, and hey, she might be a little bit better out there on the field against the Georgia Bulldogs. Well, that is our interview with Ryan. Again, thank you for his visit, and that will wrap up our y'all show here on this Thursday. We'll be right back here on Friday with the two-hour all-college football show we call the Y'all Kickoff Show. Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.